Hey, here we are. Good morning. We're here today to talk about this simple phrase, in the name of Jesus Christ. And then I'm putting three dots out of it after it because something really cool is coming up right after that. We're here for the Backshed Bible Study. Today is Monday, February 13th, 2023. Welcome to Studio B of the Backshed, my office. I'm Cliff Carey. It's good to have you here today. All right, we're going to jump into it. I want to say a welcome to those of you that are watching online live today. Donna, I saw you right there just a minute ago. Um, we have been, I'm, well, I'm here in my office today. love my office. It's a great place to hang out, good atmosphere. And it's not cold in the shed this morning. Again, still a little cold. So it's uh, kind of fun to be doing this in here. And uh, being, it also makes my uh, work days a little more efficient. So bear with me. Um, thanks for being okay with not having to see a whole bunch of tools around uh, in the background behind me. But uh, today I'm excited to jump back into the book of Acts with you. And we're going to be in Acts chapter 3. So I'd encourage you to get your word of God out, get your Bibles out here. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be in Acts chapter 3 here in just a minute. Um, picking up where we left off uh, yesterday, or I'm sorry, last week, which was where we were talking about the fellowship of the believers and how they were uh, just being genuine, they were being authentic, how God was at work in them and through them, and people were coming to Christ left and right. And, and they had gained the attention of everybody in Jerusalem. People saw what these followers of Jesus Christ were doing, and they started uh, going around and following them just to see what the hoopla was about, and for some uh, to see what they could get out of it, for others to see uh, how they could catch these followers of Christ in some sort of lie, uh, because there was this definite feel that it could be a power grab for the Pharisees and for the teachers of the law and the people that were really like spiritually leading the Jews at this time, um, suddenly there's this sect that is coming up and it is rising in power and influence. And they are very concerned because that means that if somebody else rises in power and influence, they lose their power and influence. So, so they're paying attention really closely to everything that's going on. And as you know, um, uh, historically in the year leading up to this, uh, that there were a number of times where Jesus had healed on the Sabbath and that had angered them. And ultimately, um, so many of those things that Jesus had done led them to do everything they could to get him put to death, to have him ultimately crucified. And yet, uh, and this is the beauty uh, of God's church, is that Christ left and they got rid of him. And yet Christ in his resurrection and his, in his ascension to heaven leaves behind his followers to be his hands and his feet and to, to be the ones that would, um, 
be spreading his word and then going on and doing those same things that he did and he would and Christ would say that you'll do even greater things than these and so that's the whole context uh, for what's getting ready to happen in Acts chapter 3 this morning so um, hello to the others that are joining along Barb I see you here and uh, always good to have you joining us so Donna's here Barb's here and uh, a few others so should be a fun morning. We're in Acts chapter 3, and I'm going to just start reading at verse 1 this morning, and uh, and it's a short passage. We're just doing uh, verses 1 through 10 this morning, and uh, and so it might be a little bit of a shorter time, which, uh, which is just fine with me. Hopefully it is with you too. Uh, it starts this way. It says, one day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, and this is probably three in the afternoon. At, no, it says that, at three in the afternoon. There you go. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money and said, Peter looked straight at him, as did John. And then Peter said, look at us. And so the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from him, from them. And then Peter said this, he said, silver and gold, I do not have, but what I do give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. And then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. And so here we are uh, with this. Let's pray together. Lord, would you please uh, show us this morning Uh, what you would want us uh, to uh, learn from this passage, uh, what was happening then, how it applies to who we are now, and uh, and what you've called us to do, where you've called us to go, who you've called us to be. Um, In Jesus' name, would you uh, work in our hearts today? Amen. Okay, so uh, so to to again go back to the beginning, jump in. One day, here we are, Peter and John. They're going up to the temple at the time of prayer. It's three in the afternoon. People are approaching the temple. Um, they're up there uh, on up to the temple mount. There's this uh, um, there's this man that has been begging um, near the uh, the entrance there, and uh, and so he gets himself uh, probably has a few friends who maybe carry him over to that spot every day so that as people are approaching the temple, uh, the righteous ones, the religious ones, as they're going there uh, to pray, uh, that they can pay their alms, that they can do their their righteous thing of of helping out a beggar, helping out a lame beggar, and they can feel better before God for what they're doing. And so this is a very normal thing. And um, he's put there every day um, to be in front of all of those that are uh, heading into the temple courts. He sees Peter and John about to enter, and he asks them for money. And, and this is not any different 
than the kind of thing we see on a very regular basis around where we are right here in the Sacramento area or wherever you are. Uh, you have people that may be homeless uh, or that just uh, may be destitute and they need help and they they have their place. Now, this is kind of an interesting part of it, is they have their place where they stand, where they sit, uh, on a street corner, in the center island, whatever it is, and that's their place and they beg and they and they look up to people to try to catch their eye, um, to you know, hold their sign to say, Will you help me? And um, the, you know, it shows us in verse four that Peter looks at them, at him, and, and John does the exact same thing, and, and they look them in the eye. And, and I think this is interesting because eye contact is so fascinating. You know, I know there's, there's often a lot of time when, when I see a, a person that's destitute or homeless, um, a couple of things come to mind. One is they won't look you in the eye, or one is I won't look them in the eye. Um, if, if I'm avoiding wanting to give them anything, I'm not going to try to uh, allow our eyes to catch each other, right? But Peter and John both look directly at him with the full intention of gaining eye contact with him, okay? I think that's key here. There's a reason that Luke recounts this as he's, as he's telling this story. And Peter says to him, look at us, look up. And now, you know, this man is like, all right, you've got my attention. I'm looking at you. And, um, and so the man gives him his attention, and, and, and this is the deal, because this is the game they play. He's out there every day to get money, to get free money, so to speak, and uh, that, that he hasn't earned, but that he expects. And so he's fully expecting Peter and John to give him money, right? That's what he's there for. That's why they're saying, hey, look at us. We're, we're, we want to talk to you. But Peter says to him, silver or gold, I do not have. But what I do have, I give to you. All right. So you know this is getting ready to get good. Now, this doesn't mean that Peter and John don't necessarily have silver or gold. I think they probably do have money. And, and if you keep on reading uh, through this, uh, the book of Acts early on here, you'll find out that sure enough, they, they probably do have money. But at this point, their discernment is such that the best thing for this man is not going to be to give him money. It's going to be to give him something else. And so he goes straight to this. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. There you go, right? They, in boldness and confidence, looks at this man and tells him to walk. But he tells him, and this is the key, and this is why even as I, as I gave a title to this today, I said, in the name of Jesus Christ. That's the key. That's, that's the central point uh, in this whole passage as far as I see this. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. He didn't tell him, walk. He said, in the name of Jesus Christ, walk. And, and Peter takes 
this moment of boldness, knowing that the power is not coming from him at all, or from John that's accompanying him, that the power is coming through Jesus Christ, through his Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. And and that's why, if I can just digress for a second, it's so important that, that we understand how we need to do everything we do in the name of Jesus. We, we don't do this in the name of Cliff. We don't do this in the name of Sunrise. We do this in the name of Jesus. It is for his sake. It is through his power. It is through his strength and, and all of that that a person can be healed, that a person can be transformed, that a person can be saved. It's in the name of Jesus. And, uh, and that's something that over the years has kind of convicted me in so many ways to, to realize the, the strength and the power that is in Jesus's name. Um, and that, that I can't do it in anyone else's name and I can't do it in my own strength. It must happen through Jesus Christ. And so in the name of Jesus Christ, walk. And immediately he takes his hand, the right hand, and he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles can be became strong. Can you imagine that miracle in that moment of, of suddenly when, when you have been weak all that time, and, and suddenly those parts of your body that had completely lost any kind of muscle, uh, the ligaments had not been working, nothing, you know, the, the synapses had not been working in such a way to get the message down there from their brain to, to make those things move. And suddenly it's all working. Um, you know, not much different than uh, I, I saw one of those videos the other day of a little boy that his parents had given him uh, those really expensive glasses that enabled someone who was colorblind to see color. You know, in the in the miracle of that moment, as as everything in his life was transformed, and suddenly he got to see in color, and suddenly this man's body is being strengthened in a way that literally he had never experienced in his entire life. It said he had been been lame since birth. Okay. And, and here is the miracle that Jesus is doing for him as his feet and his ankles became strong. And what does he do? Verse eight, he jumped to his feet. I love it. And he began to walk. And then he went with them and he goes into the temple courts. So, so notice that he's no longer, this is so cool. He's no longer being relinquished to the outside of the temple and having to wait by the beautiful gate. Um, he gets entry into that place, access. Because of Jesus Christ, he gets access into the temple courts, access that he never had before. And he went with them into the temple courts, walking, jumping, and praising God. Look at that guy. I mean, could you imagine him just screaming and yelling and jumping up and down? God has healed me. I've been healed. I can walk. I can jump. And, you know, and he's screaming. And there is a huge commotion. But, but the thing that, that stands out here as you get into verse 10, it says they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. That, that, of course, they'd seen this guy there every day, and it gave legitimacy 
to this healing because obviously all these people have been coming and going day after day and every day at three o'clock they come in there to the temple courts these righteous people that come in there to pray and suddenly here's this man that had been down there for years as long as they had been coming begging and now he's running around and jumping and screaming and praising god and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him in 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 chapter two when we had talked about the holy spirit coming at pentecost when we had talked about the the fellowship of the believers and how they were sharing their possessions and and it says people were coming to christ daily and there were people being healed and it says that they were filled with awe and wonder and this is the exact same thing is as people are observing what have ha- what had happened they were filled with wonder and amazement and so where i'm going to leave this today and i think this is a a simple little message for us today is as we go about our day are, are you going to today walk out and see somebody that's sitting on the side the side of the street and and maybe they've got uh um you know they're walking with a limp or they've got a cane or whatever are you going to walk up to them and say in the name of jesus walk uh probably not probably not but you do have the opportunity to walk up to somebody who is hurting and who is in pain and and maybe asking for one thing but you know that what they need is something completely different is they need the healing love of jesus christ to cover their life to cover their sin you may be encountering today somebody who is just deep in sin deep in sin and and they want what the world has to offer and that's maybe what they want from you but what you have is the healing love of jesus christ and you may be able to say to that person i i don't have what the world has but i do have something else in the name of jesus let me tell you about let me tell you about what he can do for you let me tell you about how he can heal you from the inside out in the same way that he healed me in the same way that he forgave my sins you see this is not about us walking out and physically calling for for healings in people we have with the holy spirit in us guiding us and with the power um, that jesus put in us through the holy spirit to be his ambassadors in this world we have been given that power and authority to speak on his behalf and to tell people the good news the gospel of jesus christ that you know what you're a sinner i'm a sinner and because i'm a sinner i don't have the ability to get myself to heaven i am I am uh, uh, crippled, so to speak, right? I need healing. And yet because of the work that Jesus Christ did by living a perfect life on this earth and going to the cross and suffering a sinner's death on the cross, even though he was perfect, that, that, uh, and, and then that he was put in a, a tomb and three days later he rose out of the tomb and he came back to life and then he ascended to heaven because of all of that i have salvation i have the right to become a child of god because of the great work of jesus and that 
is what it all comes down to is we point it back to Jesus and said, let me tell you about what Jesus did. In the name of Jesus, walk. And, and may all of our conversations be filled with um, the power that comes in the name of Jesus. I pray that each and every one of us, each and every one of you that's watching along today or listening along as you're driving down the road in your car um, would be emboldened to, to speak in the name of Jesus, to love people in the name of Jesus, to allow them to be healed in the name of Jesus, however Jesus wants to heal them. Um, that's a great message. And, and it is a great privilege that we have uh, to bring to people. Let me see if there's anything I missed in here that I want to be sure uh, that you caught. Oh, yes. They were filled with wonder and amazement, right? Oh. People were filled with wonder and amazement because they saw the living God at work, right? So allow Christ to work in and through you. And you know what? You're going to see others that will start to have awe, wonder, amazement, not at you, but at what Christ got to do through you, what Christ chose to do through you, because it was in his name. Great, great message today. I love it. And, uh, and so that's a great challenge to you as you, you to go on your way. Um, we'll, uh, we'll jump in hopefully next week uh, into verse 11 and, and so on, the rest of chapter 3, which gets crazy. Um, but talk about a, a boldness. Let's just give a little preview. There's going to be a lot of boldness as Peter is speaking to the crowd after this has happened. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Let's pray together. We'll have some closing thoughts and then, uh, and then move on for the day. Uh, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for the great healing work that uh, you did in this man's life, um, that he had spent so many years just uh, not being able to walk, not being able to move. And in an in instant, um, through the power of your name, you changed his life forever. And, and for thousands of years, this story would be told. Uh, we thank you for this man, Lord. I look forward to, I, I hope we get to meet him someday in heaven. Um, but I pray today that you will embolden us to go out in the power of your name um, to present the hope and the healing that comes through Jesus. Um, and may be, that be something that we're bold about, confident in, and, uh, and do it not because we have the strength, but because you have, uh, that, that it's all in you and in your name. And so we pray this boldly uh, in the name of Jesus today. Amen. All right, so there you go. That is Acts chapter 3, uh, verses 1 through 10. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, remember, the title of this morning was In the Name of Jesus. Hey, remind you that if you, uh, listen, on, if you listen along in our podcast um, format, that we would uh, invite you to sometime check us out on uh, Facebook Live on Monday mornings at 10 o'clock at the Sunrise Community Church Facebook page. If you are only watching along on the Facebook and you're like, Cliff, I always miss this. I wish I could, if there was another way, go on to po your podcasting program, whether that's Apple or, or uh, Google or 
Audible or whatever it is and search for the Backshed Bible Study. You can subscribe and it just automatically shows up every week. You can listen along in the car or wherever you. I love to listen to podcasts uh, while I'm cleaning or working in the backyard and all those kinds of things. So great opportunity there to uh, get in the word of God. Thank you for everyone that joined along this morning. We had Barb and Sharon and uh and donna and uh and several others so thank you all for being here hope you have a great week and uh god bless you all god is at work god is at work and if you missed yesterday's church service i would so strongly encourage you go online um, to uh, sunrise.church and watch yesterday's message that the lord uh, truly breathed into Pastor Luke and that he uh, he gave and and see how God uh, was at work there. It was pretty cool um, and uh, and convicting at the same time too, and yet moving. So uh, I'm not going to go into it. You can watch that uh, watch that online. Have a great week, everyone. Uh, God bless you. See you next time. Thank you for joining me for the Backshed Bible Study Podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five star review. The Backshed is hosted by yours truly, Cliff Carey, and is a ministry of Sunrise Community Church in Fair Oaks, California. The Backshed Bible Study can be viewed live every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Facebook at facebook.com slash sunrisecommunityonline. All video episodes are also available at youtube.com slash sunrisecommunitychurch. For more information about Sunrise and its ministries, go to www.sunrise.church. We hope you're able to join us again next time here in the Backshed.